Blog Talk Radio. Nebuchadnezzar tried to make Shadrach, Meshach, Nebuchadnezzar and go eat the food. We ain't eating your food. We ain't bowing to your statue. We know that our God is going to deliver us. And even if our God don't come right now, we still ain't bowing.
play in the background. That's a beautiful testimony by Kanye West. Beautiful words. We ain't afraid no more to say his name, to proclaim his name. You know, that's one of the best one of the steps of salvation to believe in the Messiah. Those of y'all that don't think the man is even saved, to believe in the Father, accept the Messiah, accept the Messiah's report of the Father, and to speak it, pronounce it, confess it, declare it. That's a part of our salvation, folks. That brother just as saved as some of us are. That's all there is to it. And I appreciate his testimony. I really do. Well, just had to start off playing a little Kanye West. I just really, really, really am blessed by what the Father, I believe, is doing in his life. And uh, turn that down a little bit. Just thank, I'm just thankful. It don't have to be so, you know. He's paying a dear price. My goodness, he's paying a dear price for uh, his conviction, uh, for um, for naming the name of Christ. Yes, he is. He's paying a dear, dear price for it, and uh, it may have been what caused mismarriage. I don't know. But anyway, brothers and sisters, I want to thank you for your time tonight. You've tuned into the Five Swing Song Network. I'm Brother Seth, and uh, we are firing away, uh, getting close to 500 shows now. How about that? Um, how about that? 500 shows, folks. So listen, tonight, what's going on? What's going on, Brother Seth? Open form. Open form. What does that mean? That means whatever is on your mind, or should we say whatever is on your spirit, that's what we are talking about tonight. And uh, we're very serious. This is not a time to just vent and just um, just say whatever negative thing you can think of about whatever. This is a very spiritual program. I try not to do no programs unless it's going to help humanity some kind of way. And um, that's what I'm about, folks. You know, I'm not uh, – uh, 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 we are about the kingdom of Yah, the kingdom of God upon this earth and Hopefully working through this broadcast That's what we really 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 are all about Do we get it together all the time Or we just dust it to Lord Every single word come out of our mouth No can't say that But I can say this A lot of people have sent emails A lot of people have been uplifted Over the years Over these uh, nearly 500 shows I remember a police officer I always mention his testimony Because it meant so much to me being a police officer And he said you saved my life and I, I, I never did really connect with him and see exactly what he meant, but I was thankful that he was able to put that on our website. You saved my life. Now, obviously, he didn't mean I saved his life, but he was just talking about the Five Swiss Thought Network and, and um, probably the various co-hosts we've had on as well. You saved my life. Y'all saved my life. The Most High saved my life. And we're really thankful for testimonies just like that. And it's, it's, it's lots of people over the years that have um, really and truly uh, I've said the same thing in uh, so many ways, and uh, folks, listen, y'all. <laughs> I'm an older guy, you know, and it don't matter if I was a younger guy. I really, really, really am not interested in nothing unless it's helping humanity some kind of way. Folks, it's just all there is to it. That's what I'm about. So if it ain't helping humanity, guess what? Brother Seth is not interested in it. I'm really, 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 really not because. I figure like this. This is why I do one of the reasons I do blogs. Listen, 
I have personal problems, personal challenges. And I guess I'm coming to you in, in, uh, in record timing here. We're going to get you on early tonight. But uh, I have personal issues. And this is what I believe. If you sow into other people's life in your famine, the Most High will honor that. And he will cause you to reap a harvest for those peace planted in people's lives where you sacrificed and, and, and was the good Samaritan and, and, and you was the person that uh, definitely uh, put the word out there, uh, again, like we say on this, on this broadcast, things you know for sure, uh, not, not guessing on this, on this blog, but things you know for sure, things were really, that would really help people. If you put that kind of programming out there and people are able to see that word and as the Bible says, it makes them free, folks, there is, that is the, one of the highest joys I think I've ever experienced. That is the highest joy of my life. It's better than anything I can think It's better than sex. It's better than anything I can think of to be able to tell somebody or share somebody a precept, a concept, or a word, and they go apply that in their life, and it changed their life, and they come back and tell you, and then they continue to do that for the rest of their life, and it enhanced their children, or enhanced them, or enhanced their health, or maybe they start to pray for themselves. I remember when I began, the Father began to start using me a long time ago in the gift of healing. And I mean, it was new to me, because all my life I've seen my, my mother and father do it. But when it happened to me, and I remember praying, I remember praying, just, just sharing a little testimony. Uh, again, I'm Brother Seth, the founder of the Stone Network. And I'm just kind of talking about the purpose of our network right now. To let y'all know we're not just on here just playing around. So it's really what I'm trying to do here. Started reading a book by F.F. Boss, which named Christ the Healer, Christ the Healer. And he had a chapter in his book where it talks about how Christ healed them all. Christ healed them all. And the Father was really working with me, trying to get me to understand healing and how it was for me. And that means for you too, brothers and sisters. And so... There was this chapter that said, and he healed them all. And that, that really messed with me because I knew that crowd was somebody that was strung out on something. I knew in that crowd it was some liars. I knew in that crowd it was some thieves. I knew it was some crowd of some religious people. And the Bible says, and he healed them all. At the time, I had a swollen foot. I stepped on a nail. And it was it was still swollen. And I was still limping. And I remember I read a lot of lot up to that point. But uh, that chapter did it for me. Once I saw that revelation that he healed them all, and did they deserve? I'm sure not. But he healed them all. And I began to pray for myself. And I remember, just like you would kind of take a balloon and kind of let out the air a little bit, my foot went down, and it blew my mind. True story, brothers and sisters. It blew my mind. And I began to start praying for people left and right. And I would tell them, Christ is going to heal you. The Father is going to heal you. He healed them all. He healed them all. He's going to heal you. He healed them all. And uh, I remember when I went to Holy Tabernacle, which is the same church that uh, Tamla Mann, some of you know who she is, uh, attended um, at the time I went. Uh, she's attending. She's there all the time. I don't know if she attended it or not. But anyway, uh, Pastor Sample 
is my witness. I call a healing line. It's a holy tabernacle, Church of God in Christ. And I told everybody that the Father was going to heal everybody. <laughs> I don't know if nobody ever done that. I was just that convinced of what I read in F.F. Ballsworth, Christ the Healer. Folks, I'm, I kid you not. And I got a whole church full, full of people in forward there was my witness. And I called the line and people came up. Wouldn't you know it? And I began to start praying for people. And as they would get healed, I was just kind of expecting it. It was the weirdest thing. I was not, I was praising the Father with them, but I expected it. Heal them all. He wants you healed. He wants you healed. And I think when we have that kind of faith to just believe, just believe that he really, really truly want to heal us, and the healings, you know, you got to remember, the same way we get healed, the same way we got saved, by faith. And uh, just as sure as salvation is available, us, we got saved, and we accepted it, and we believed it, and we told everybody we saved, and so much so we even say to brothers, we say to some strangers, they're our brothers and sisters, meaning we are linked up in the spirit, which is, which is something to believe all by itself. That right there is, is the way we heal. Healing is provided just like salvation. And whether you accept it or not, you are healed in that it's available for all of us. I don't care if people die and they don't accept it or they die and they did accept it. You know, they die of old age or something and they always was healed by the Father and they never really was sick. Whether you live your life in sickness or in health, you've been healed. Just as much as you've been saved. And while you're at it, you've been made rich. You are no more saved than you are rich. If you're saved, you're rich. If you're saved, you're healed. It's, the, it's a package. You don't have to ever accept the, the, the money part or the health part and just be saved. And just, just be righteous. And you can die that way. But I tell myself, whether I, whether I have the faith or not to accept finances and the health, I have been made whole. And that's one of the things that F.F. Bosworth, Christ the Healer Book, did for me. And I'm so thankful. So I don't know what kind of led me down that road, but I just wanted to just say these are the kinds of truths. I, I know I'm going with that. These are the kind of truths that we share on this network, uh, not just healing, but about all types of things, how that our Father truly is real. That's what all this network I would like to say, being the founder, creator, I just want to tell the saints a lot going on, it's a lot going on, but we have the victory. We have the victories to truth because of who's in us. Even though in our personal lives we may be losers in some ways, y'all be honest, you know the things you've lost in. Inside of us is the winner. He is the winner. He's victorious. And because of him being in us, we are not losers. We are the victors. Yes, true, true. We can do all things to him who strengthens us. Folks, Open forum tonight. I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone lines and bring on my co-host. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we'll do that. And uh, some other things I'll take care of a little later on in the show. I'm trying to get to the topic a little quicker. Uh, right now, I'm going to go all the way to the country, the country of Panama, and bring on our moderator, Brother John Clark. Brother John, your line is open. Say hello to the people, brother. Hey everybody, Brother John, kicking it as always, Last Few Stones, good to be here. 
I look forward to it. Glad we have an early show. Let's get at it. <laughs> well, John, you're the man, so I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn to you at this point, and I'll watch the phone lines. And folks, y'all don't get an attitude if I start coming to the line being loud, because we want these shows to be perfect when we play them back. And all of you co-hosts, I would really uh, ask that you listen to some shows so y'all understand what I mean by the noise, and you'll, you won't think Brother Tuss is being too hard. Brother John, we have in the house um, uh, the one and only uh, Brother Kenwin. Castleberry, Kenwin Castleberry, I want you to bring him, um, you can let me know when I can bring him on, bring him on Brother Kenwin, um, and uh, then we have Purcell Porsche in the house, and the other co-hosts have not yet arrived, I'll let you know when they arrive, so right now we have Purcell and Kenwin, alright, so the, the show is in your hand, again, we've got to open form whatever, it's on your mind. Very good, Brother Castleberry. Brother uh, Purcell, good to have you guys back with us. Um, I have an open state line. Hold on, hold on, hold on, brother uh, uh, John. I didn't open state lines. I'm sorry. I, I was gonna just bear with me. Okay, brother Kenwood, your line is now open, and brother Purcell, Porsche, and just go ahead and, and individual let them say hello to the people. It's in your hand, John. All right, uh, brother Castleberry, you can go ahead and jump in, say hey to the people, let us know what's on your mind. All right. All right, hey everybody, it's good to be in. I hope uh, uh, hope we have a good, fruitful conversation today. Uh, I do have some things in my mind, so I can't wait to get to it. But uh, hello to everybody, shalom, shalom, uh, <laughs> and I'm glad uh, that everybody made it in. All right, very well. All right, all right. Brother hey, hey, hey. Um, is it my turn? I think it's my turn. Uh, Brother Purcell, Porsche, uh, we bring you greetings from Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, um, where we are attempting to restore the saltiness to the believer through kingdom principles and rightly dividing the word of truth. It is an honor right. once again to, to be on Five Smooth Stones. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about this broadcast, man. This thing is so awesome. I'd be so fired up. John, me and John, we just had such a good time last week um, with See, the other yeah. young lady that was on with us. Um, Sister Eliana. She was, yeah, 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 yeah. She was a blessing. Um, and, uh, Seth, when you actually were um, opening up the show, that was, that was kingdom talk. That was, yep. that was actually kingdom talk you had there, my brother, when you were talking about we are healed. Um, it's just so important for us to understand and know who we are and whose we are. We have to realize. Yes. Um, you you right you right there, bro. You in the spirit on the Lord's day because that is my wheelhouse. We have to realize and recognize that we are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. That's right. Every ability that operates on the inside of Him also operates in us. So we also have the ability to speak whatever it is that we believe. And okay. So. All right. That's powerful, so, brother. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. So I'm looking forward to our new guest. Uh, we haven't met yet. Um, brother Castleberry, so glad to have you, my brother. Um, and I look all forward right. to uh, co-hosting with you, man. Oh, that, that's all right, man. Uh, the same here. It's uh, good to hear from you, too, John. It's been a little while, brother. Yeah, it has been a while. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, brother Castleberry. Well, I'm getting a, a lot of feedback. I, I, I'm on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's Brother Purcell. He's on the he's on the he's on the road. So Purcell, we're gonna come to you when we call on you, okay? All right. I can mute, I li- can mute my line. Yeah, no, no, uh, I'm pretty sure that's Seth's line. I, I got I can tell no, no, right no, now. No, 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 it's not. That okay, is, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I, I'm just joking, Purcell. Seth. I'm messing oh, with man. you. Oh man, don't do that, man. I'm Seth Purcell. All right. <laughs> <laughs> The other the other week the other week me me and brother Porsche was talking about how we always feel like that black land we the black sheep like hey man I'm on mute and you telling me my line <laughs> getting right. piggyback right <laughs> hey can I say one more thing real quick go right ahead hey um I want you guys to shout my wife out I got my beautiful wife in the car with me and she is actually listening in. Um, her name is Irene Baby Porsche. She is the finest, finest thing walking on this side of the Ohio River. Hey, hey gentlemen. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hey, Irene. Miss Purcell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Putting the Mac down, putting the Mac down on the road. Ain't nothing wrong with that, brother Purcell. <laughs> <laughs> you getting it in? <laughs> but yeah, like Brother Porsche said, though, and spinning off of what Seth stated, those are really some strong so, so words. Let's get cracking, they're, 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 Let's get cracking. They're not going to be understood by um, man's kingdom. They're not going to be understood. The foolishness to, to uh, the world that we live in, the fact that someone can be healed, the fact that, as Brother Porsche stated, we are, we are co-heirs with Christ. That I mean, really, that means you get what he gets. <laughs> Co-heirs with Christ, you get what he gets, um, and it's not to be. It, it, you, you can explain that to the people of the world; they're not going to understand that. It's, it's spiritually uh, discerned. Um, and brother Purcell, brother Purcell, I want everybody to hear this. Everybody hear this, and watch this, everybody. I want everybody to listen. Watch this. Y'all see how quiet that line got? So, Brother Purcell, we're going to come at you a lot tonight, but we're going to mute you when we're not at you. In other words, when we call on you, we'll open up the line and ask you a question. And uh, when we're not, we're going to have to mute you because this line is too loud. But based on what Brother John just said, can you comment? I'm throwing it back to you, Brother John, after you comment. Go ahead, Purcell, just so you won't know. I think you're picking on you. Based on, Brother, what you, what did you, what he said about No, I was just saying I was just saying we're gonna to come to you whenever we open up your when we when we call on you we'll open up your line but until then just your line is just it's muted. But did you have any comments? Okay. I'm gonna to come okay. to you first. I'm coming to you first just to get you in there. Did you have any comments on what John just said? John is back in your hand after that. And, and I was just simply stating what what he stated. Um, being co heirs with Christ and what that really means and how it's not gonna be understood by the world is really what you just got through saying, Brother Porsche. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually it's actually a royal term. Um, it's 
it what it does is it opens up let's let's look at it like this let's say Seth uh, is not my natural brother but we'll say perhaps that my father died and Seth's father adopted me right. into their family okay so if Seth's father adopted me as his own into his family then I now have all of the rights that Seth has as a turner although mm-hmm. I'm a shape, I still have all of the rights of a turner okay yes. so that's the same way with us with Christ we are um Adopted into the family of God So because we are adopted Into the family of God We are heirs To the throne Heirs to the father's throne Which makes us Which gives the right to the throne And everything that goes along with it Just like Jesus Okay Uh, Brother Purcell I got a couple questions for you brother (laughs) All right. When you say that we're all right. Uh, when you say we're adopted in it, or is that coming from like a Gentile perspective, or are you saying uh, that you are uh, a Gentile perspective, or are you saying that we are Hebrew? Because uh, uh, when you said that we're adopted in it, I know that the uh, they they spoke of the two candlesticks in the scriptures uh, coming one with each other. Are you speaking in that type of – I'm just trying to really understand what, what you're saying. Because you mentioned that you well, adopted into his family, that you're not really part of his family, and you say you still get the same rights as him, like his father would give you peace of the inheritance as well, equally, you know. Right. And I was just saying, you know, the his family earn or family grave site would – I mean – like, would that be split with you, too? There's something – the reason why I even ask that, because the scriptures, they kind of say it a little differently, uh, meaning that there's two kingdoms coming together. Uh, and Paul was apostle to the Gentiles, and he did speak a certain type of language with bringing them into the fold. Uh, and uh, to, when you look at the totality of the scriptures, it will be a mixed multitude uh, in the end. Well, Brother, brother uh, Purcell, can, I, can, I, can I answer that, Purcell? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And you tell me if I hit the nose on the head, the, the, hit it on the head, okay? All right, okay. so I'm going okay. to beat your line for the, for the noise sake, and then I'm going to bring you back and you tell me was I accurate that you want to add on something. Okay, so we'll meet your line. All right, that's a lot quieter. And we're going to come back to Purcell. I think what Purcell is doing, he's quoting it from a Gentile perspective. He's just giving a scenario. He's not taking a side on the Israelite side or not. He's just saying as a Gentile, we we was adopted in. So if we if we if we was a Gentile, what he just said was brilliant. If we're Israelites, what he just said is confusing because we're already in with the Father, and and we don't need to be engrafted in because we're already in. However, spiritually speaking. Even though we're saved by the blood, uh, okay, bear with me, everybody. Even though Israelites always had the Father, 
okay? The Gentiles was outsiders because their forefathers didn't, didn't pursue the father. Father makes a covenant with Abraham and the seed, and so this natural biological people walk around the earth always had the father. So when Paul, Apostle Paul come along and he's talking to the Gentiles, he would say exactly what Purcell just said, exactly. However, if he was talking to Jews, he would not say it like that. But those same Jews that was not that was a was Israel, they still had to have their hearts circumcised to be what you call a spiritual Jew. They still have to be born again, even though they were with the, but they was not Gentiles. So I'm open up Purcell's line, and I want to see if he have to add to that. Purcell, your line is now open. Go right ahead, my brother. Seth, you you spot on. You spot on. Now, the only thing that I was going to say, well, actually, you actually said it. You, you still have to be born again. You know, you still have to be born not only of the water, but of the spirit also. For he said, they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. So, absolutely, you was, you was, you were spot on with that. Um, uh, that's exactly... That's exactly where I'm at. Does that does that sound uh, sufficient? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, is that is that the case? If I may, uh, yeah, Seth definitely okay. cleared it up. Now I just understand okay. what perspective you're coming from, Mr. Patel, and so now I know how to, you know, continue. Uh, <laughs> now I see, you know, the type of perspective, your understanding of it. So, uh, but yeah, that, I, it just caught me. Uh, you know, off guard, and I had to ask that question. But yeah, thanks, Seth, for clearing that up. Thank you. If I may, I, I think that's important to understand. And again, Seth hit it on the head. Purcell was a buttress to the notion, and I literally am, am, am emphasizing it because of the importance of it that you cannot enter the kingdom unless you are born of water and born of the Spirit, it's of no consequence that you were born a Jew, that you were an Israelite, that you were, that you were the, of the original olive branch, not the engrafted branches. It doesn't make any difference that, that as, as John said it, that the Father could raise up Israelites out of these stones. It doesn't make any difference. If you are not born of water and born of the spirit you will not be in the kingdom and i can say that unequivocally without any hesitation those things have to be in place you cannot worship him in spirit and truth unless you're born of the spirit imagine that imagine worshiping the father in spirit and truth and you're not even born of the spirit yet those things have to be in place those are just principles and they have to be there hmm Okay. Did you have Are answering your question? Uh, are you Are you following us? You got any feedback, uh, uh, Brother Casper? And sorry for me. Oh no no no. no 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 uh, no. You had uh, hit uh, solve that right there, Mister. You answered that for me, and I, I'm good. I'm uh, yeah. I'm just kind of going with the flow. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I know I there's a big. Go ahead, Sorry, go ahead, brother. No, go ahead, please take the floor. 
Okay. No, what I was saying is I know there's a big confusion among the Hebrews. Y'all have to remember those of you listening to the show tonight. Again, you've tuned into the Five Swiss on Network. I'm Brother Seth. We have the moderating house tonight, Brother John Clark. We have uh, Brother Kenwin Castleberry all the way in Tyler, Texas. And then we move up to Ohio, and we have Brother Purcell Porsche, who's riding with his wife, Irene. Shout out to Sister Irene. And we uh, so the moderator, John, uh, again, is from Panama, everybody, is, is in Panama. So listen. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I, I, I clarified. I said you're in Panama. He's in Panama. But uh, definitely not a Panamanian. But listen, y'all. Uh, there's a big issue with this. I want to make something crystal clear. Most of our listeners, a lot of our listeners, I'm gonna say most, are what they call Hebrew Israelites. That means they have accepted the fact that African Americans and other people all over the world, because we're not just in America, we've been scattered at the four corners, are indeed the true Jews of the Bible. So a lot of our shows are slanted towards them, but at the same time, we welcome everybody, every ethnic group, every ethnos, because this truth, if we're telling the truth, and we are, the Father does nothing to just black people. None of our shows is just for and to black people. This is truth you need to know, and you need to tell your little children, and you need to tell your pastors, and you need to be. It needs to be in your mouth. It needs to be household information. None of this is pro-black. Nothing. This is the kingdom of Yah at hand. Just so y'all know. So, brother Kenwood, uh, brother Kenwin Castleberry, just made a very important point because a lot of Hebrews, a lot of y'all thinking. Israel going to be saved no matter what. They don't have to accept the Messiah, and that is not true. You have to accept the Messiah, as John was just saying. John, go right ahead. Again, open form. Y'all going to have to stay on any one thing. Um, I'll let you lead on that, John. It's back in your hands. Well, let me, make a, let me clarify my statement. The thing is that <laughs> there is a kingdom that will be on this earth that will be, quote, unquote, Israelites. In the same way that you will have a kingdom on this earth that may be still Sudanese or Panamanian or Haitians or whomever the case may be. Um, because we know that the law, it was written and was given to the Israelites on Mount Sinai, the world Exodus 20. It was given to the Israelites. However, I think it's important to understand that that was the quote-unquote old covenant, and in the same way that you had the blood of bulls and goats that ratified that covenant, Moses literally took blood and sprinkled it on the, the law, which at that time was the Ten Commandments, and he sprinkled it on the people. As, but we now have a better covenant with oh, better okay. promises and yes. absolutely a better sacrifice. Now, it doesn't mean that the one was just simply done away with. You can very well have a kingdom of people operating under those laws, and they can, they can operate under that. However, there's, a, there's something better. And if you want to operate under those laws, you're welcome to. You're welcome to. And you get the you get the covenant. To keep in mind, the 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 good news then 
It was a land of milk and honey. That's what it was. It was a land. However, there were people in that land already. So what do we need to do? We need to put foot to can we say that on can we say that? <laughs> we need to put foot right. behind, erring on the side of caution, and we need to run these people up out of this land. God he ratified it that this that they have polluted the land with their ways, so now you're gonna run them up out of the land. Well folks, it's gonna be the exact same thing in the new covenant. These these whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, you said it's going to be or are you saying that it is now? Absolutely. I got I'm looking at scriptures, I want to make sure. <laughs> going the new covenant going, to, going be. to be? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Going absolutely I mean it. Like I said it it's going to be because it's not now. Right now we have right. the kingdom of man. <laughs> right. These are, these are right, still the right. kingdoms okay. of man. And and what's gonna gotcha. happen in the same way that Daniel not Daniel, um Joshua they walked around Jericho seven times and they blew their trumps. Well, we we have we have other scriptures with trumps. They're in Revelation. The exact same yeah. thing happens. The, those those trumps. Those the, we're not just talking about arbitrary trumps. Those trumps are a foreshadowing of what's to take place. It's the same trumps that are in Thessalonians. It's not the trumps. It's a trump. It's specific, and it's letting us know that in the same way that the Israelites walked around Jericho, and on the seventh time they walked around seven times, and then the trumpets blew, and it said they were to shout. Well, folks, that same shout is in Revelation 11. And what did that shout? You know, it doesn't tell you what that shout says in, in um, Joshua, but it tells you what it says. Now, think about this. In Revelation, it says the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God. Is that not what they would have said? Is that not the exact words that they would have said? It's like we are about to take this land and that was of this world and about to make it the kingdom of our God. Ah, it's, a perfect, it's a perfect foreshadowing. And the only reason why I harp on it so is because it's brilliant. It's a brilliant foreshadowing. In Thessalonians, it says at the trump, at the trump. It's letting you know there's going to be a trump and there's going to be a shout. It's the same shout in Joshua. It's the same shout in Revelation 11, the shout of the archangel. And so what I'm trying to say, folks, is where do you hedge your bets? Where are you putting your monies at? Where are you putting your, your, your resources at? I would not dare put it in the kingdoms of this world because they, they are absolutely going down, but I also would not put it in the old covenant. Why? It's good, but there's a better covenant to be had. There's a better covenant, and that covenant is the one that Brother Porsche said, you, you are now in this particular kingdom, you you saw how the Messiah moved around. The Messiah would just appear in the room, mm. and then he would disappear. He was 
he was he was doing he told us from the very beginning the things you see me do you will do greater things has anyone ever seen him anyone do greater things than what the messiah did no why because he wasn't talking about during this time frame it's during that thousand year millennial reign when 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 his people reign through this world they will show up and be like you're not supposed to be making nuclear weapons so maybe you have to run your out of here <laughs> we will be controlling everything, everything. So, folks, I don't mean it does. I don't want to make it sound like I'm just going on a rant. That is huge. Where do you store your gold? Because that's where your heart will also be. You store it mm. in the kingdom that the Messiah mm. bled for, not the one with the bulls and goats. Don't store it there. Store it with the one that the mm. Messiah bled for. Get that covenant. Don't get the covenant where you get the land in Israel. It, that that was great coming out of coming out of Egypt. You didn't have a land. Now you get this. That's great. But the 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 second covenant. Yeah, that, that is everything. So I'll I'll let one of you guys go and freestyle off of that because you know I know I said a mouthful, yeah. but it's important. Yeah, to yeah. Where well, before <laughs> right, we go to, right. before we go to Brother Kenwin. Brother Purcell, because of his line, he I have he hasn't been in, so I want him to go ahead and comment on anything he's heard, if you have anything. Okay. And then we'll go to you, Brother Kenwin. Then I want to comment on something also. And remember, y'all, we don't have to stay on one topic. Uh, if anybody have a question off the topic, some on your heart off the topic, this is open forum. It's not just one topic, even though this is a great topic and it's really good, uh, one of my favorites. But just so I don't want to. I don't want y'all to know that. I want y'all to know that it is open. Uh, Brother Purcell, your line is open. Uh, go ahead. Any comments to what you've heard so far? I'm just I'm just stuck on the uh, the whole idea of the new covenant. We can have it all. Have it. It's all, all mine. It, it's all mine. I'm, that's that's <laughs> that's all I'm that's all I'm gonna say about that. that that's yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. We've been given. We've been given yeah, all, all here. I know that's right. <laughs> People just look, and he's right. He's right. Yeah, uh, the scripture says we've been given all things that pertain to life and godliness, and we just read over there, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. No, 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 no. Stop. What did he mean? We've been given all things, all things that pertain to life. I kid you not, folks. It's the greatest thing I ever found out. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. If you die and you never, ever experience healing, you was healed, meaning it was available. If a rich man dies on the street pushing a buggy, never walking away from the family's wealth, is he still a rich man? Yes. Rich people in the kingdom die all the time broke. Healthy people in the kingdom die all the time sick. It's no different to be saved by faith than it is to be healed by faith. If you say, well, I say, well, how do you know you're saved? Well, I know I'm saved. I know that. Are you sure? Yeah, I know that, man. How you just, how you saved? I'm saved by faith. What, did, did you get a certificate? No. This, did the father stamp? That's my brother. How's he your brother? Y'all not related? We are spiritually. Wait a minute. Do I have a certificate? Do you have a, some type of plaque? How you know? Can I take a blood test? How y'all know? It's spiritual, brother. It's by faith. So is your healing. So is your healing. 
and, and, and all these people dying, they said, well, you know, I don't want to hear about that, man, because you're trying to save my mom and have faith. It's that. It ain't even no slap in the face to nobody, including myself. Sometimes I have ailments in my body all the time. But I'm just saying that according to the Bible we read, if we really want to tell the truth, we heal. In that, it's available. Listen to this, and, I, and I'm going to, uh, again, even though I'm working the phone lines, I am a caller also, y'all. Brother um, John is our moderator, and I am commenting also. So, Brother Casper, but really quickly, oh, my goodness, this is just so deep to me. It's, go ahead, Brother Casper, you go ahead. You go ahead, and I'll, I'll right. come back. I want to touch on all three of y'all, what y'all done said. <laughs> all right. Um as uh, far as the brotherhood, uh, we're different uh, parts of the of Christ, you know, with the body of Christ, you know, uh, and I, that is widely acceptable on both sides. We both can agree. And uh, once again, peace and blessings to Par- uh, Parcel. Uh, we may bleed differently, but that's my brother. We are both descendants of the slave trade. Um, and I may put a lot more on that than you do. Or I may just view the scriptures differently, how you see it, but we still got the same goal. We're on the same team, you know what I'm saying? And um, you can be the elbow and I'll be the fist then, you know what I'm saying? Right. We're in the same body of Christ, you know? And uh, But with that said, uh, I just want to kind of get into uh, – well, well, never mind that. I was, I was going to try to uh, go to a scripture, but – it's it's not about that. It's not. I mean, it's not about uh, uh, shooting out our differences, more say, because we already know we got brothers in Islam. We got brothers and sisters uh, that's in all types of uh, factors of the Christianity faith, and uh, right. you know we're in the last days, y'all, and we are about as divided as divided can get. So. Uh, I do believe that two-thirds is written in the scriptures, uh, and I try to do my part in just bringing the message of Christ, period. Um, I believe that uh, we're going to have to pass under that rod when it comes. Uh, The new covenant is not in yet. Uh, We're covered under grace. That's what's keeping the Father from killing us right now, okay? Grace is. All right. That means the old stuff, the the stuff that he will still kill you for, that's the Old Testament. And uh, that's still in full effect. It's still going on. I, I hold, that's what I believe in. I believe it's still in effect, y'all. And we all fall short of it, okay? And uh, the grace is what's keeping us. And this new covenant is when he's going to put those laws in our minds and hearts. And that's when we will not sin no more, all right? And that's when we teach others how to follow uh, the Most High's uh, uh, law. So, I mean, that's that's where I'm, the standpoint I'm coming from as a Hebrew. And right. I understand our brothers and sisters that are scattered. And uh, uh, there's a scripture. I, maybe, John, maybe you probably know it. I, I can't think of it right off the top of my head. But the seeds, he cast seeds off in the rock, in the wooded area, in the open fields. And that's how that, that plant will grow. It will grow right in there. So we're coming from different perspectives, but we all seeking the same goal. And I just want to stop right there and, and pass the mic. Well said, bro. 
All right. Absolutely. Priscilla, uh, Brother Seth, I believe you were what? Go ahead. Jump in. I was, I was just going to say hi. Huh? Go ahead, Priscilla. I was just going to say I agree with that. We all, we all are part of the family. Of, uh, we all are part of the family of God. You know, all that other stuff is trivial. That's how I think we get caught up in the mix of all the all the trivial uh, parts of it. That's where we get um, when we start when we start dealing with it from that perspective, um, disjointed. When we start looking at it from a disjointed uh, perspective. I think that's what I think that's what when we allow carnality to creep in, and the Bible said that a carnal mind is enmity against God. Right. So when we come, when we begin to uh, reason from a from a place of carnality, now what we've done is we have literally. Um, Eliminated ourselves. Essentially, essentially, you you really eliminated yourself from number one, your rights, uh, the benefit, the whole uh, air and joint air, all of that. You you somehow forfeit that when you get caught up in uh, the trivial part of it. And, and become carnal, I believe. So absolutely, we, we are of the family of God. We might not say it the same way, but the end goal is uh, the kingdom. kingdom, kingdom living, citizenship. That's the end goal, citizenship, because that can't be taken away. Well, and for sale, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, no, no, you go, go ahead. All right. Well, I, I appreciate those words, and um, I was just talking to John, so I didn't hear the last ten seconds. If you don't mind, repeat that. My killer's uh, voice, in his opinion, also. Uh, uh, <laughs> just the last ten seconds of that. No, I was just saying that. Uh, Last ten seconds, it would have been we we somehow forfeit the uh, the rights that are that rightfully belong to us. We somehow um, um, when we when we get to the place where we are operating from a carnal mindset, it is then that we are no longer. Um, Operating from the place of citizenship, we're right. not operating from the place of membership. Okay, mm. and membership can be revoked, but citizenship can't. There is no power in membership. The power is That's in citizenship. That's good. I'm glad I had you repeat that. That's good. That's really good. Well. And it looks like, y'all, the conversation is going towards the kingdom um, versus, uh, not versus, but we kind of 
it's like we, we, we need to go there. So I don't want to rush it. I don't want to push it. It's open forum, everybody. Those of you on the phone lines, remember you can ask uh, Brother Kenwin a question, Brother John a question, Brother Priscilla a question by pressing 1. Those of you in the chat room, uh, don't forget to place question marks before and after your question. We'll get those out as well. Again, everybody, you listen to Five Seats on Network. I'm Brother Seth. I um, got my moderator tonight, so you won't hear from me as much, but I just wanted to let everybody know we're going to take a little short break, and we're going to come back and talk about even some other things, if the Father wills. If not, we'll stay on this kingdom perspective uh, versus um, uh, what versus church as usual, because the kingdom perspective, there is a big difference, okay? Everybody okay with the break? Oh, Good. yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, brother John, you okay with a break? That's good. All right, everybody, just take a quick little break, and we'll be right back, y'all. I got to get something to drink among reboot my computer, some other things. So this is when we, this is when we take our break. So we'll be back. A little bit of Kanye, a little bit, not much, just a little bit, of half a little some some here. It's a very short song actually, but I like it. I'm gonna I want y'all to hear uh, more of what the father's doing with this young man. We'll be right back, everybody. It's a hard road to heaven We call on your blessing In the Father we put our faith Kingdom, the kingdom Our demons are trembling Holy angels defending In the Father we put our faith In my bed under covers when undercovers had raided My presence is happy belated Fashionably late, I'm just glad that you made it The best is yet to come, I'm just glad that you waited They all say they're real till it's time to appraise it I've seen them come and go, you only the latest But who am I to judge, I'm crooked as Vegas Use this gospel for protection It's a hard road to heaven we call on your blessing In the Father we put our faith King of the kingdom Our demons are trembling Holy angels defending In the Father we put our faith A lot of damaged souls, I done damaged those And in my arrogance took a camera pose Caught with a trunk, the very man alone they sing a different tune when the slammer close. From the concrete grew a rose. They give you rape talk. I give you faith talk. Blindfolded on this road. Watch me faith walk. Just hold on to your brother when it's safe lost. Mm-hmm. 
And we're back. A little bit of Kanye. Born again, Kanye, that is. And we can even talk about that, folks. Again, it's open forum on the Five Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth. And we're just, again, talking about uh, the kingdom. A little bit of this, a little bit of that regarding the kingdom. Uh, the, did the difference and business as usual, church as usual, expectations as usual in the kingdom. I kind of started off talking about how that we're already healed, already healed, folks. It is healed, meaning, meaning it's available. Uh, and it's not no semantics, it's not no religious rhetoric. Uh, if a rich man, like I said, if he's the bomb on the street pushing car, uh, he'd be lying if he's, if he's a poor man. And you say, well, no, he won't because he's sitting up there with no money. Yeah, but as far as his name, his true identity, he'd be lying if he says he's a poor man. He's a rich man that's not taking advantage of his benefit. In the same way he is rich, we are rich. In the same way he is rich, we are healed. In the same way he is rich, we are saved. Now, some kind of way we accept salvation. But we don't believe we heal. We don't believe we rich. Uh, meaning the Father gave us everything we need. All we have to do is pray in faith, believing, and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. We can enjoy that wealth. And I know sometimes we pray for things that we, we that we can't handle. Um, but that's when the Holy Spirit comes and help us with uh, sometimes getting blessings we can't uh, receive. But I do think poverty is of the devil. And this poverty mindset with our people has to go. Uh, the Father wants our needs, all of our needs met. And he says, if your ways please me, even the desires of your heart. Purcell, Porsche, your line is now open. Uh, uh, Brother Ken Wynn Castleberry, your line is open. And Brother Moderator, your line has been, is open as well. All the way in the country of Panama, the show is back in your hands. <clears throat> yeah, I think that... Um I think it's important that we understand that poor or rich is not a matter of currency. Um, it's it's a matter of, in my opinion, and it's strictly my opinion. It's a matter of quality of life uh, that a person has um, and it's not when I say quality of life I'm not even referring to the things <laughs> that a person has just the contentment that a person may have and so when Brother Seth is talking about poor or rich it is we are mistaken if we're looking at that from a standpoint of money and definitely not the dollar bill which is the dollar bill for all intents and purposes runs the world at this point. Uh, it won't always be so, but um, there's a lot of people who did not have the currency of the day that live very, very rich lives that did not depend upon um, a lot of things. Uh, the, the fact that you even not only know, but 
are kin to the creator of heaven and earth and everything that in them is. And a matter of fact, we simply don't even understand that. <laughs> it's beyond our ability to reason. He knows us one by one. And I'm referring to those who are, again, born of the uh, water, born of the spirit, those people who are spirit beings. I mean, every show that you ever saw where these people existed, now listen to what I'm saying. These people existed before the dawnings of time. They always dwelt among us. (laughs) Folks, Mm. that's your story. That's your story. They've Mm. been writing stories about you forever. You guys are known before the the world was created. You were you were known of God. And you and the people like you, the people of faith, they dwelt on this earth all this time. <laughs> you are absolutely an alien. I know that sounds like Brother John, why why would you say such a thing? That's exactly what you are. Just look at this look look at the movies, folks. That's good. That's good. It's the truth. It's the truth. Aliens, they, you know, they, they, they walk like us. They talk. (laughs) (laughs) You're not from this world. You're not from this world. He's told you a thousand times, you know, you're in the world. You're not of this world. Well, if you're not of this world, then what are you? (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Um, I don't mean to get off on the tangent. I, all I'm just saying. No, is that's that, very good, John. That's very good. That's very good, folks. It's comical, but it's good and it's true. I mean, think about it. How, how, how am I related? How am I related to John? How can how can you possibly be calling people at this church at this assembly call a church? How can you how can you be related? I mean, let's quit playing. It, it, we're not playing, but I'm just saying. Think about it. He's got to be right. This is something new that the Father did by placing humanity in Christ. That's major. And if he did place us in Christ, that's what the whole baptism symbolizes. A part of you died. Don't let me bring up all the scripture that's talking about how we have died, how we have died, how when when Christ who is our life shall appear, we shall be like him. And one scripture says, that's talking about our bodies, though, but it, but we're already one in spirit. What does it mean when they say the body of Christ? People say all these religious rhetoric terms, and they just we just read over these scriptures, read over them, but we literally, literally is the body of Christ. Whenever he appears in Revelation, we're with him. We are him. I mean, we literally are not inseparable of Christ. We are him. We are his body. Watch this. If we wasn't, he would need to come die for our salvation again. If we're we're not in Christ, then our sin's up on us, and we need a Savior. It's almost like this. The way I explain salvation, it's like a giant aquarium. It's like the Father placed. All of us in this giant aquarium, like the fish being, it's like we've been placed in this aquarium, and we're all one body. I know that sounds really, really crazy, 
folks, listen. John is on to something. I mean, not on to something. Of course, the millions of people know what he's saying. But I don't think we really believe sometimes the scriptures. We are a new creature. It says created in Christ. We're new. What do you think it means when it says a new creature created in in Christ? I did a re, I did a, a study one time, and I'm throwing it back to you, moderator, but really quickly. I did a study one time on two words. I think they're the most powerful words in the whole Bible. The two words are in Christ. It changed my ghetto project mindset. It's serious. It's saying... Talk about that. Talk about that. Your new identity, Seth Turner, born in Fort Worth, is gone. If it ain't gone, I can't call you brother because you ain't related to me. In order for me to be your brother, Purcell, brother Kenwin, brother uh, John, I have got to some kind of way, either I go get your mother and I don't know I have to go back into the earth and be born again through your mother and I'm your brother or I have to be adopted into your family which that didn't happen so how are you my brother we lying every day we're not lying your spirit was born again and the Bible said that part of you that is born again cries Abba Father that part of you that is born again cannot commit sin First John 3 Right. Brother, Brother Kenwin Castleberry the other night When we had our show on Sunday We went over this I mean, excuse me, Saturday mm-hmm. We get this hard and heavy Y'all should listen to that show I'm telling y'all, this new birth This new birth, I'm shocked to see How many believers really don't believe it They say it It's very strange to call somebody Your brother and sister and you ain't related so if you're related by faith in the spirit, then you are righteous as Yah himself. According to your yes, spirit, your, spirit. Flesh, your flesh, your flesh is not born again. This is what the scripture says. When we see him, we shall be like him. Talking about our bodies. Our bodies are not redeemed. So our bodies crave this world. Sins, and we some kind of way think our identity is in our flesh. When the Father through Christ have placed our identity in the spirit. The Bible says we sit in heavenly places. We read that scripture and keep going. Okay, we sit in heavenly places. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. What does he mean by we sit in heavenly places? And he goes on to say, mortify your members upon the earth. What do you mean mortify my members upon the earth? I'm upon the earth. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. He says, mortify your members that are upon the earth. So we sit in heavenly places in Christ. That's where the Father sees us. But we live on the earth in this body. That's why in our physical body, the Bible says, though our outward man perish, our inward man is renewed day by day. Well, how to say it, if you are your flesh, what part of you is renewed day by day? Think about it. The way some of us live, Y'all have a, I know we have a hard time believing that because we said, hey, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't do nothing good today. I ain't, no part of me is renewed today. <laughs> no, 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 no. According to the scriptures, there is some part of you that cries, Abba, Father. 
that's the difference when we sin a sinner sin. When we sin, some part of us cry, oh, Lord, I should do this. Oh, Father, help me. May, we may just say it one time. But in a sinner, a person that don't know the Father and that haven't been born again, they don't have that. All of them sin. Mm. The flesh sin and the spirit, they all crave sin. But the believer, there's some inside of him that's born again. Well, I just can't believe, and I'm throwing it back to you, the moderator. We really don't believe that Bible, man. I don't think we believe it. Go ahead, moderator. I don't. I, and I think what's important is that it's not that a person doesn't believe it. It hasn't been revealed. The light hasn't come on. That's the reason why you read that scripture over and over again and just simply never get it. It takes, and that only takes place by the Holy Spirit. That Holy Mm. Spirit will open, turn that light on. Let me tell you, folks. You're talking talking now. People talk to me. Say it again, bro, Seth. I said, said, you're talking now. Okay. Like, you know, what books do you, do I read? I don't read any books. <laughs> I only read one book. And the thing is that I, it's not that I don't think that there's good stuff to be had in other books. But when that light goes on, you are never the same. And don't let that light, sometimes the light, sometimes it blossoms like a flower. Sometimes you see something. And before you can even grasp your mind around that one thing, the other scriptures start to resonate, and they begin to pick up, and you start to see stuff. Let me tell you, when that happens, you have no reason to read anybody's book ever. I'm talking about even people that write about the Bible. Why have someone write about the Bible to tell you anything when the person who showed them can show you? There is nothing like fresh revelation, folks. When God himself opens your eyes, I cannot. I literally go to bed. I take my naps. Folks, listening to the Bible is not the same as reading it. There's There's a different type of something. I can't put my finger on it. And I know, like, when I listen to the Bible, it doesn't have the same impact. And But what does happen sometimes, I'm about to drift off and I hear something. And I wake up, I'm like, did I hear what I just thought I heard? Uh-huh. And now I'm up all night. Why? Because that revelation that comes from your father, and sometimes there have been things that he has shown me I have never heard from another man, ever. Mm. Mm. Ever. No okay. one preached. Okay. So, I went to school at was at a school called Oral Roberts University. The reason why I say that is not because I think highly of that school. It's because I had to go to chapel twice a week and mandatory church on Sunday. How do I get all of that church and I just got something that I've never heard before, ever? Folks, when you get that, you, let me tell you something. You'll go to church and you will never want to go back if it ain't for the people and helping people and understanding who needs help and you may need help or whatever and this, that, that, that fellowship. 
when I sit down and I hear a pastor preaching, and I could have been sitting there reading myself, folks, it's, I'm not critical about preachers, but I'm here to tell you, you are never the same. You never, I, I go to church and if, you, if, if that pastor's kicking the old willy bobo, I'd be mad <laughs> that I spent my last hour and a half sitting under this guy who ain't talking about nothing. That's, and it happens sometimes. That's the reason why I can appreciate the Five Smooth Stones Network and Brother Seth. Folks, I was kicking with Brother Seth 30 years ago. Seth would fly in to, to, or, to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we would be up all night. Seth would have a flight at 5.30 in the morning. He didn't even go to sleep yet. He didn't even go to sleep. He got to go to the airport. We do this every other week, every two weeks, whatever. When me and my dudes knew Seth was coming, we, we would go. We would be like, yo, Seth's the time. We were going to go over uh, uh, Gary's, at, who that's what he went by at the time, Ella Shua. Let's go over Gary. We'd be up all night just talking scripture. When you and, get and, something. Yeah, and, and John, if I could jump in real quick. The reason why I did that, John, is because I got that rhema. I got the rhema, folks. In other words, it's some in my spirit. I just knew it was true. I didn't have, John, i tell you, I didn't even have all the Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 27. I didn't have all that proof about it being there. None of those scriptures. None of those scriptures back then. But I was finding out about how we had been lied to by the white power structure. I fell out of love with a lot of our white ministers. I wasn't hating on them. And Oral Rollins was one of the main ones. That's one of the reasons we said ORU. I had uh, Gary started to go there. I had some other people go there. And the first one, the first revelation the Father showed me was Oral Roberts was wrong. He said the Father was going to fill up the city of faith in Tulsa with sick people. It didn't happen. But we loved him so much and was so blind, we couldn't see that he missed it. It don't mean he was a false prophet. So when I had that Bible study and I said that to them, they, Gary came out at harsh at me. This is a man of God. Who are you? Say he missed it. I say, no. The Bible says if a man say something don't come to pass, he's a false prophet. I'm not saying he ain't saved, but he was false on that. Gary and I went toe-to-toe. Toe-to-toe. We argued. That brother let me have it that night. And the next day he called me crying. And it wasn't so much to say. He was saying you were right. But it's like sometimes the truth is right in front of us. And this thing called white supremacy, we're so used to white men defining everything. That's why a lot of y'all can't receive the whole revelation about the Hebrew. I had a guy to tell me, why come they ain't saying it on Daystar? Why come they ain't saying it on TBN? How come these white men are saying Why y'all the only ones saying that? And I have to explain to my brother. A lot of these white ministers, they are truly men of God. But they have a weakness. Don't you have a weakness? Ain't you doing something in the closet? You do, ain't you hiding something? They got a weakness. Guess what their weakness is? They will not talk about something like black Israelites, the glory of Africa, anything that makes black people feel empowered. They are in cahoots, and there is, it's like a, a bond that none of them want to break. It's like a blue coat with cops. They will not, will not, will not, will not defy that allegiance. They mean they're not going to preach it. That's what, when the Father said, I want to talk about this in the latter days, 
that's why the churches are becoming so black because white males and white people, even some black folk, finally folks real hard, they don't want to talk about these kinds of things in their churches. Actually, there's a lot of black churches they don't want to talk about because they're following the, the agenda of white supremacy. Go ahead, brother moderator. Sorry about that. If I may, if I may, real, real quick, I just want to add into what you just said. It's fear also. That's another, you got to mix that also in the pot. We got this wow. fear about us that when, uh, uh, once we done kind of search the scriptures and, and get this understanding, we fear our brother who clearly is not fully on board. And we fear, like, who's going to lead our people to straight? You know, who's going to, you know what I'm saying, uh, which one of us is still hypnotized, you know what I'm saying, and and, uh-huh. and talking about error. Because there is mentioned in the scripture about uh, two-thirds of us dying or, or you know, uh, there's people that's not prepared for when this grace ends. Uh, they teach they a gospel or understand it of all the scriptures. That's not preparing the people for when this grace ends. And uh, that right there we think is dangerous. And it's kind of like it's in love, but it's like fear. And when the, that's the passion you really get from the Hebrew Israelites toward the Christian church is that we fear that y'all not fully getting it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, a lot of us Hebrew Israelites aren't uh, uh, drop the ball themselves. But I, I, real, real quick, can I get a can I get a scripture just real, real quick, just to kind of uh, uh, paint a picture of what I mean? Okay, um, let's see here. It's it's uh, Isaiah. I'm going to the book of Isaiah. I'm going to, to 66, verse uh, two, verse four, verse uh, 66. Oh my. 66 verse, no, not four. Oh, let me, let me come back to it. I'm sorry, y'all. I was just looking at it. I've been kind of lost it, right. but I'll probably get, I, I, yeah. I, I, okay, there we go, 17. Uh, they that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the garden behind one tree in the midst eating swine's flesh. Let me start at 16 right quick, y'all. For by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh. And the slain of the Lord shall be many. This is when Christ returns here, folks. All right? right. And he's not come giving hugs to people. Okay? Uh, the scriptures talk about two-thirds of, of his own kind getting killed along with this. So he's he's not coming back with hugs. And I feel like if we ain't prepping ourselves spiritually or, or it seems like car, to say the word carnal is a cuss word, and to, to look at it carnally, he's carnally going to kill us if we don't get this right. You feel me? And uh, so 17, they that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the garden behind one tree in the midst eating swine's flesh and the abomination and the mouth shall be consumed together, says the Lord. So why are these people getting killed? That's, uh, that's like why. What doctrine is they under? That they have heard, uh, uh, think they sanctified and all that, and but uh, it's it's talking about the dinner that they ate. Why he killed them? What what uh, what is that all about? What is that all about? And these are key differences. Why the you feel that passion? Like whoa, these guys are crazy. That's because they are totally in belief of this book. Okay, and uh, if you ain't getting the clear message, we be shooting now. We'd be like, okay, this is about to come any day now. 
any day. It can eat something any day now. It's time for us to leave, well, wake up, and let, let the Gentiles fall. Let me, let me say this. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to jump in and jump out. Brother Kenwood, I can't say I understand this chapter. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to have to research it. You put some on my mind. I'm going to have to check it out because you keep mentioning grace ending, grace ending, and I'm not sure where you're getting that from. You have to help us with that. Uh, help me with it. I don't okay. know. I don't. I don't know what you mean by that. Because, far as I'm concerned, okay. when Christ comes on, the... go ahead, yeah, brother. Just, yeah. 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 You got well, to clarify because. To yeah, I think he's talking to you because I don't understand uh, grace ending. The whole purpose of Christ the Messiah coming is to institute grace because none of us works alone is going to get us anywhere the father have been seeing mankind sin since adam and he made a choice to just put mankind in christ those that accept christ their identity is hid period forever all sin forever in the future i ain't even sin yet for tomorrow it's taken care of Past, present, future. Now, with my flesh, with my flesh, with my flesh, I ain't never stop sinning. Never, ever stop sinning. Never stop craving sin. Even when I'm, even on my best days, when I'm fasting, praying, or the best of the best of my days, I'm in the state of sin because my flesh ain't saved. It ain't even me too. Whether whether or not it's whether or not I go do a verb, whether I go do an action, it don't even matter. The flesh itself is sin. It, it, before it even do anything. So it's like a cleaning chillin. It's still chillin'. It's still chillin'. Your flesh ain't never say there's never there's never a time. <laughs> there's never a time. With the mustard on it. Flesh. Yeah. There's never a time. There's never a time the flesh is ever accepted. So if we start talking about, well, why are they doing this and they're going to get killed and all that? If the Father going to kill us because of works, forget it. Ain't nobody going to be in heaven but him and the Son. David ain't going. Right. He had a man killed to have sex with his wife. I ain't never done nothing like that. David said not be there. I'm going to be hollering from hell flames. It ain't fair. It ain't fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but but the <laughs> but it's not good. <laughs> but to try to sum it up to what I mean, when grace ends, these people have made it toward the. All the plagues on this earth, they made it to this garden because I believe that the, he's going to gather these Hebrews from all the places they scattered. It's going to be very, very similar to the time of Egypt. Matter of fact, it parallels with that. You know what I mean? Uh, just like he took them out of Egypt with a strong hand and split the sea and they come into this wilderness, right? Then you got some of them who still uh, want to do that Egypt stuff and worship Baal and all that other stuff. And he killed them right there. They made it out of Egypt, but yet they still died in the in the midst of a uh, ignorance, right? So listen, just listen, like this is my that problem. Is this how is my it's going to be when the new covenant comes into play. Well, see, I think you and I, you just said it. 
you just said it. You just said something key. And I want everybody listening, Brother John, Brother Purcell, I would love y'all take on this because this came up on Saturday I got, night. I got, I got two points the, I want to make when you get there. The brother just said, when we get the new covenant. That was my yes. source of disagreement. Of course, we, we kicked it. We was Everything was smooth. And, and uh, uh, Brother Kenwin, you got to understand us, brothers. Brother John and I vehemently disagree on some things. All you got to do is bring it up, and we're going to start back. No, no. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> All you got to do is push that All you got to do is push that button, and we're going to be like, no, no. Elishua is worse, worse. Me and that brother, oh, my goodness. So, listen, my point. My point is this: John, hop right in, and don't let don't don't get Purcell and I started. We definitely disagree on some things. So listen, join the club, join the club, join the club. Yeah. So let's let's first mm. deal with one thing. Number one, I disagree. We're not under the New Testament, a uh, new covenant, just like I shared with you Saturday. I think that's mm-hmm. the whole. The Bible says. A tester, New Testament. There cannot be a testament until there's someone has to die. When the Messiah died, that initiated this new testament, a new covenant. Okay. So for I keep hearing Hebrew Israelites say we're not when the New Testament comes, when the new covenant comes. You said it earlier at the beginning of the show. He's gonna put his word in us and we're just gonna do right. I don't think that's what that means. I know what you I know what you're saying. And we we can read it again for Brother John and Brother Purcell. Purcell, I want to go to you. I don't want to talk too much. What did you have to say on what I was saying? I'll finish later. Okay, I got two scriptures. Two scriptures that sum it up. Okay. Two scriptures. Okay. Okay, let me let me get let me get them right quick. And the first one, the first one I want to talk about is what we were talking about at first. Is how I want to talk about who's going to enter it. John actually touched this earlier. Who's entering? The, the kingdom of God. Okay. Now, here's let me let me let me just let me just go here. Hold on one second. I want to show y'all this because I was looking at this the other day, and it was important to me. Uh, let me see. First Corinthians. First Corinthians, I believe it's six. No, wait. First Corinthians. Let me let me find it first, just to make sure before I tell you all where to go. I think it's six and First Corinthians chapter six, verse number nine. Yeah, First Corinthians chapter six, verse number nine. Now I'm gonna read this in what's called the Passion Translation, okay? Because okay. I want you to get. I want you to get the fullness of it, okay? Gotcha. Uh-huh. Love this translation. If you've never read this translation, man, you will fall in love with it. So I love this translation. Okay. Verse number nine. This is what it says. Surely you must know that people who practice evil cannot possess God's kingdom realm. Stop being deceived. People who continue to engage in sexual immorality idolatry, adultery, sexual perversion, homosexuality. I had to pause right there. 
I'm going to say it one more time. Homosexuality, fraud, greed, drunkenness, verbal abuse, or extortion, these will not inherit God's kingdom realm. Okay? Amen. That's that's that, okay? Now, my other scripture is found in the book of Mark. Mark? Uh, Let's see. Mark, I believe the scripture is Mark chapter 8 and verse number 7. Okay? Let me see. Chapter 8, verse 7? Wait, 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 wait. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. Uh, give me a minute here. Give me a minute. Yes, yes, sir. yes, sir. I I just was looking at this today. So let me see here. Let me see here. That's seven. Verse eight. Is it red letter? Uh, yeah, yeah, red letters. This is Jesus. Okay. Or Yeshua. Mm-hmm. Everybody call. Brother Michelle. That's right. I can't hear you that way. What's that? It's like your voice got lower. Oh, okay. I might have just pulled the phone away from my. Away from okay, my, there you uh, go. Okay, now look uh-huh. at this. Look at this. You abandon God's commandments. Just to keep men's rituals, ceremonially washing utensils, cups, and other things. Then he added, how skillful you've become in rejecting God's law in order to maintain your man-made set of rules. Now, why did I read that? Okay, what scripture scripture was that? I'm sorry, I, I said eight and seven, but it's the, just the opposite. Mark seven, seven and eight. eight. Right. Okay, gotcha. Seven and eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's where here's where we we fell off the wagon when we allowed this is again this is the Passion Translation. I think the uh, I think the King James uses the term tradition. Right. Yeah. Tradi- hold the traditions of men, as the washing of pots and cups and many other such things, ye do. And he said unto them, Full well, ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. Okay. That's where we at. That's where we're at as a body of Christ. That's what's happening. We have we have succumbed to man's tradition and rejected God's law. I always say in um, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, I always say, "This is this is who I am. I hate what God hates." And I love what God loves. It's that simple for me. I don't have to trivialize scripture. I don't have to debate you. 
All I got to do is refer back to what the word said, what Jesus said. That's part of the problem. We're more concerned about what Jesus did and not what Jesus said. Jesus mm. said that everything you see me do, you see, you see the Father. I got it from my Father. Take me down off of that pedestal. Matter of fact, he always diverted people's attention away from him and back to the Father. Purcell, 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 let yep. me say this because it, is it me, y'all? I want you, I want a consensus because Brother uh, Kenwin was talking about being under, I, I had said to him, we're not under the, we're under the New Testament, New Covenant. Because he was saying we, right. we, we're not. And then he was talking about God killing people because when he do come and get that remnant, when they go to Israel, when they sin, somebody's going to be automatically killed. And he's talking about because of the grace ending. And I was addressing that. So are you okay. just bringing Right. So I want you well, to bring it home. This, he's going to bring it home right now with the scripture you just read. Okay, go right ahead. Go so right ahead. Go ahead. I, okay, go ahead. I maybe I spoke too. prematurely. Yeah, I was too. I was talking about what you just said too. Because when, when the brother was talking about the grace ending, my understanding of the grace, if the grace left when. When, when we decided that the tradition was more, had more credence than God's word. That's when I believe no. that the grace is lifted. Because the grace, yeah. the way I understand grace, grace is, grace is, is, is God's divine influence upon our, our, our life that causes us to be who, we, who we've been called to be and do what we've been called to do. God's grace mm, is God's okay. empowerment on our life. We need the grace of God to be godly. All right. Brother Parcell, yeah. I, I don't know if that if this is part of your point, you know what I'm saying? But you do realize this scripture is talking about traditions. You know what I'm saying? Because it was right. never written by Moses to have a law saying that we got to wash our hands before we eat. And these brothers, what we're reading right here is Christ speaking on that, those traditions of men. That's the right. uh, Thanksgiving. That's this, it's okay to eat pork. Uh, you know, that's what we had to eat as slaves, and, and we had to survive. And, you know, but we got a, we got a scripture saying, thus says the Lord, don't eat it. So what are we going to do with that? All right. Now, grace is keeping the Father from from killing us. But what I was reading earlier, what Seth was trying to get at, that I just read a scripture talking about a future. This ain't happening yet. Christ ain't ain't came to the clouds yet. Okay. But I read a scripture earlier about how he's going to kill some people that's in the wilderness sanctifying themselves. And it it tells you that he's going to kill them along with the dinner that they ate that night. (laughs) Okay. So I was saying that us Hebrews, we take that as no grace is up. Christ is here, and you are in the middle of wrong right there. Okay? Now, now I, I'm not saying these, uh, they might have been the, the doctrine of Nicolaitans. It speaks about that in Revelations, where they believe that they can just 
uh, spiritually loves God, and they ain't got to do nothing to say. That's the Nicolaitans. And, and if the way it's kind of going, it seems like that's the doctrine. It's still well and alive today. Okay. Well, let, uh, let me let, let me say this about that uh, because I don't know y'all. Uh, Purcell, you, you with me? Uh, I don't. I, here's my thing. Traditional people that letting the traditions of the Purcell can hear you talking there. Uh, uh, but the traditions of man, people that's caught up in that versus the father, it's just sin. It's just sin. Instead of fornication, that's their thing. It's just sin. I don't see it worse. It's just sin. And the father was tired of our sin. Now we can play like, well, this is worse. This is worse. We just, it's once when you know if you know about it and you do it, you know, it's, we can we can we can go back and forth talking about homosexuality, this, that, and the other. But it's just sin. It's just sin. And guess what? The Bible says where there is no law, there is no sin. That's right. I our believe spirit, it. Our spirit, our spirit has been placed in Christ. And the Bible talks about Christ and the law being two different worlds. If you're under the law, you're yet in your sins and you're in need of a Savior. If you're in Christ, there is no sin. Now, can your flesh be participating in sin? Absolutely. Can it bring damnation to your home, your health, your finance? Absolutely. But in terms of God judging you to where your spirit is no longer his, and I don't believe that. Else nobody would make it. Because the Father don't see sin like we do. We weigh it out. We, we measure it out. Oh, that's horrible. That's abomination. That's that. That's abomination. You know, I, I, I see too much playing around with sin. You either in Christ and there is no sin, and you got to address First John 3 that says he that is in Christ cannot sin because his seed right. remains in him. What does that mean? Either you can okay, sin I'm going to show you. So listen, I believe mm-hmm. our spirit man is what's born again. This is what the Father used. This is what's in place in Christ. I don't think I, it's not fair for the Father to expect expect perfection out of our flesh when he didn't even provide salvation for our flesh yet. It's not provided yet. We shall be like him when we see him. It talks about mortal taking on immortality. We're mortal now. We're still dying. We're still all dying. Man of God, powerful man of God, great man of God, we're mm-hmm. dying. So right there tell you mm-hmm. we don't have a glorified body. So when we have a glorified body, we don't even we can't even crave sin then because it's glorified. It's different. So my point is, people looking around at this sin and that sin and trying to no. That's why I say, well, God gonna kill somebody, brother. Uh, y'all barely know in the background. I'm trying to get ready for work too. Um, keep in mind. Keep in mind, if the father was going to kill somebody, all of us need it because he don't see sin like we do. A liar to him is the same as a pedophile. I know I, y'all right. can't wrap your mind around that. I, I can't either. 
But that's what the scriptures say. One area. No, I the Bible says if, you, if, if you're offended in one area, you're guilty of the whole thing. That's deep. That right there I agree is with deep. that. Yeah. Well, so it, well, yeah, so yeah, but I just want to say real, real quickly, real quick. Plastic, I just want to go ahead. I just want to say I just I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just want to say that it that he, that, that uh, scripture is supposed to humble everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because really, there is a, a couple sins that weigh more than others. But he said that to say to humble everybody. Don't be so proud that you're keeping this and that, and you see somebody in the middle of something awful that you feel better about yourself than that person. So it, uh, that, that scripture is supposed to make everybody humble. You sin just that one sin, it's like you sin all of them, you know, because that's how our father hates all sin. He hates sin, period. So that's that's just a scripture to keep everybody humble. I, that's all I want to say. Yeah. And, and, and closing, and real quick, and, I, and I've been talking for a while, so I want Priscilla to get in here, and definitely the moderator, John, and uh, just real quick, well, on our final leg, everybody, again, those of you tuning into the show tonight, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're on the phone lines and you have a question for Brother Perseo, Brother John, Brother Kenwin, press 1. I'll bring you on. Not a problem. Those of you in the chat room, I'm monitoring the chat room. If you have a question, uh, type a question mark before and after your question, and we will get to you as soon as possible. Again, you're tuning to the Five Swiss Phone Network. We have Brother John on the line moderating in, uh, all the way in the country of Panama, Percy Porsche uh, of Salt Life Ministries in Cincinnati, and as well as uh, Brother Kingwood Castleberry, our newest co-host on the show tonight, our brother Seth. Uh, I just want to say this really quick. We got to figure yeah. out. I, 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 the Father already showed me. I have a piece about it. First John 3. First John 3, First John I promise you. Most folks don't know what to do with the scripture. If you you gotta know what to do with First John three, what are you believing the Bible or not? First John three, it says we can't sin. Who born? A part of us is born again and it can't sin. A part of us is born again and it can't sin. A part of us is born again and it can't sin. You gotta say that. That's gotta be on your mouth. You can't ignore that scripture. I understand, and it say if you do sin, you've never even seen God. How is that possible? What, what does it mean if you if you sin, you've never seen God? That's everybody. It say if you do sin, you've never even known Him. I understand perfectly what that means. It's saying those of us that are born again, our spirit, man. John, you might want to meet up. We hear your line. Get you now. Y'all heard that? I, y'all heard how it just stopped? I heard quite the line, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I just want John to know we ain't messing with him. All right? Uh, the Bible says, he that sinned, it say you never knew God. How does that scripture make sense? All of us sinned. It's not talking about your uh, spirit. I mean, it's, it's talking about your spirit. If your spirit, talking about your spirit no sin, if your spirit no sin, it never was born again because once you're born again, you don't know sin no more. I'm talking about your spirit. I'm talking about two different things, spirit and flesh. It says if you've sinned, you have not known the Father. That means you ain't been born again. It says if you have been born again, his seed remaineth in you and you cannot sin. 
I don't hear right, nobody but you can't talking leave. about this. Hold on. Yeah, but you can't. All right, all right. I'll hold on. I'll hold see, on. See what happens when Pastor Paul says. <laughs> what Pastor Paul says in, in, in Romans 7, that the things he hates, he finds himself doing. What does he hate? We don't know. We don't know what he hates, but if he hated it, it must have been bad. He said he finds himself doing it. The man who wrote most of the New Testament. And the thing that he loved, he said he craves to do it in his inward man. Right. Proof ain't, that we're not in New Testament. Ain't that everybody? Ain't that all, all the saints you know right there? What you hate, you find yourself doing. And pleasing God and want to serve God and fast and pray. You crave it. You want it with your inner man. So he went on to say there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ. Who in seek Christ the Father yeah. after their inward man. Who seek the Father after their inward man. Who seek the Father after their inward man. Who seek the Father after their inward man. We seek him after our inward man. But our flesh, I don't know why folks don't get this. It's not saved. can't be saved. What we're supposed to do is with the energy, with the strength we have from the spirit, man, and knowing who we are, we're supposed to buffet that flesh, make it serve exactly. the spirit, but it still ain't safe. So when somebody go out and do something wrong, we take our magnifying glass and we look at what they're doing and we say, you ain't going to make it. Daddy, you got to be careful saying that. And so what sin is going to make it, bro, Seth? It's best not to look at them and just say, only God knows. Because how you know if they're born again? If they're born again, their spirit never sin. I'm telling you what I'm ta- I'm telling you what the word says. If it's sin, Christ got to come back down on the earth and die again. This is why I say the grace can't run out. If it run out, then we all about to just run to hell because we, 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 we doomed. If the grace run out, we in trouble. Go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. Real quick. Oh, okay. Okay. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. His line is kind of whatever. Go ahead, brother John. You got to speak up, brother. Go ahead. John. Uh, yeah, I actually was giving you the floor, brother Barry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just want to say that. First uh, John chapter three verse four: Whoever whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of law. That is the definition of sin, and it's coming from John. John who ate dinner with Christ, John who walked with him, slept with him. It's New Testament we're reading here, and uh, this is. Christ done already done did his thing, shed his blood, and he sealed the new covenant. You know what I'm saying? The new covenant needed blood to make it work. He left us. Right. He's going to come back, okay? And when he come back, that's when the marriage is complete. That's when he's going to consummate the marriage. We're not fully there to the marriage yet. And this is John. This is his definition of what sin is. Yeah, he's a Hebrew. He's, he's not a Gentile talking. But still, this is this the, the definition that us Hebrews go by. That's what sin is when you break okay. the law. And another thing I yeah. wanted to say. Okay. So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, want, I want you to keep the floor. Keep the floor. Keep the floor. Keep the floor, please. But, right. John, okay. mark, mark me. Right. It's going to be less than 30 seconds. If I go over, cut me out, Brother John. Brother, 
Captain that? Barry. You did? I'll just say, cut me off if I go over a minute. Cut me off. I'm just letting him know I'm just going to jump in, jump out. Brother Captain Barry, the next yes, verse right after that, the next verse right after that says, you got to understand what he's saying here. If he's saying anybody committed sin, he's saying whosoever committed sin is transgression of the law. He's just talking about the strength of the law. For sin is transgression of the law. But watch this. You got to do something with this verse coming afterwards. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins. Now you just can't go blow over there and keep reading. No, what does that mean? And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins. John the Baptist saw him say, Behold yeah. the Lamb of God, behold the Lamb of God who took away all the sins of the world. One more time. John the Baptist saw yeah. Christ and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Christ was a woman was brought to him in adultery, probably still with underwords on. I don't know how she looked, but she was caught in that. And he did not condemn the woman. The Bible says that the Father was in Christ. The Father was in Christ. The Father was in Christ, not imputing sin under man. Y'all don't blow over this real quick. The Father was in the Son, not imputing sin under man. The Father was in the Son, not imputing sin. That deep, that's deep. Should man have it? Here we are imputing sin under people. The Father was in Christ, not doing it. Christ saw one that was called adultery, he didn't do it. Now he got on the viper, the, 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 the Sadducees and all that. Yeah, we know about that, but in terms of imputing sin unto them, he wasn't doing that. Right. I don't know if y'all mm, get what I, I'm saying. He was not. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We last, do. We in agreement. Last part, of, last part of the verse. You know that he was manifest to take away our sin. This what everybody missed. I guarantee you 99% of the church missed this. And in him, you're not under the law. Where there is a law, there's sin. That's those that are without Christ. They're under the law because mm-hmm. they don't have Christ. But in Christ, in him is no sin. In him right. is no sin. Are you in Christ? Then it's no sin. So later on, brother, whosoever the body Brother, that's him, not logical. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Verse 6. Whosoever abides in him, that means, that means they live in him. Say it again. To yield the floor, Brother Castleberry, uh, Brother Castleberry going back and forth, which means it's all the more yes. important to Go ahead. Yes, I'm I was bad. just saying that, 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 that I, I, I am not a person that claimed to know, all, know it all, but I got to say it's not logical that you can sin but not sin. Like your inner man is good, but yet here you are in the middle of something, you know what I'm saying, that you had no business doing. And it's just that concept that the picture you're painting is just so rough um, that I can't really just digest it, okay? Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Christ will take away, in Christ, he will take away our sins. I'm claiming that Christ ain't back yet, and we still got that sin, okay? We just, it ain't going nowhere. The inner man, he's going to die one day. Uh, when Christ comes back, that's when the new covenant starts. Uh, but until then, we still wrestle with that little man in us that that, that we want to run amok. You know what I'm saying? All right. But then what I okay. want to read is uh, 
Jeremiah no, thirty one thirty one. He said the Holy Ghost. What the huh? The new covenant was that when he sent the Holy Ghost. No, nah, well, we can get into it. I, I, what I want to read is when Christ comes back, and that's to tell the truth on it all. But let's read thirty one thirty one of Jeremiah. For uh, uh, let's see, thirty one. Hold on. Uh, yeah, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant. This is the new covenant we're talking about here. This is the one you said we're already in with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. You know that they were split in two. Yes, sir. Brother Yes, sir. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brother John, Brother John, Brother John, Brother John, Brother John, Brother John, you don't know this, but we can't hear you breaking up real bad. This is what I was saying earlier. You don't know it. You can't hear yourself. So here's what I want you to do. Just give the public service notice, and I'll be tight. That's what I was going to say. Okay, do me a favor. I'll do that. But John, call back. We got still seven minutes left in the show. Call back because you got a lot more moderating. And we're going to wrap up and we all on time now. Call back, John, please. Uh, but those of you, like John said, he's right. He's absolutely right. Those of you that uh, is listening to the show, you clicked on the link. You didn't call the show. You clicked on the link. You're going to be cut off in like seven minutes. So uh, you should call this number so if you want to continue listening. This is really good, ain't it? Uh, 914-205-5590. One more time. 914-205-5590. Please call us. Uh, uh, before 10 because you're going to be able to get, get in after 10. You have to wait till the show ends and then listen to it uh, in the archives, uh, which it should be available pretty much once the show ends. Uh, Brother John, your line is open. Go ahead with what you were saying. Um, yeah, I was saying nothing more than to give the public service announcement. That's the only reason why I cut you off, Brother Castleberry. You can pick up where you left off. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Let's get back to it. Uh, the, the scripture I'm going to is to my, in my understanding of the scriptures. This is when this happens is when the new covenant starts. Now it's 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 partially started, you could say, at the the uh, when Christ was with them still. Uh, he had the Last Supper with the apostles, uh, and and he shed the blood. And the blood was all that was needed to get it to, to be engaged to Christ, you can say. We're in the, the engagement. The marriage don't come till he gets back, though, okay? And I'm, what I'm, my point I'm saying is the new covenant has not started. I'm going to read this scripture, and I want to pass it to uh, Brother Purcell, because I, I got a feeling in my bones he got something to say. <laughs> all right, so let me read this here. <laughs> Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel, and with the house of Judah, not in, in the, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break. Although I was a husband unto them, says the Lord, but, but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their inward parts. So that right there shows you that little man is going to die one day. All right, because the, the law is going in there. 
So that little bit, that little man that wants to sin and get on top of whatever, <laughs> right? He gonna die this day, right? And uh, he's gonna put, uh, he's gonna write, he's gonna write with his finger uh, the, the law on our minds and our hearts in this in this time period. All right? Uh, and uh, let's see, I'm gonna pick up at 33. But this shall be the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days. I will put my law in their inward parts and write in their hearts and will be their God. And they will, and I, oh, I'm, I'm getting tongue-tied, and will be their God, and they shall be my people. So I just wanted to read that real quick, and I'll let uh, Pastor Mike, the brother Parcel, so he can uh, add on to that or whatever. Okay. Okay, so this is the way I understand. Okay, he said he was going. He, he told the disciples he was going to be leaving, and there was going to be one come to lead us and guide us into all truth. Correct. Now, when the Holy oh. Spirit came, now let's look at. The scriptures that you reference are Old, Old Testament scriptures, okay? Old Testament agreement or the Old, or the old Covenant, where I understand it was between God and the house of Israel, correct? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, that's correct. Okay. It's at the, the New, new Covenant. Covenant. Okay. Okay, and the New Covenant, the way we understand the New Covenant is between God and Jesus the Christ. Okay? And the covenant, all the covenant is is an agreement. And the agreement that was made is that he was going to send that, send that governor, being the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost came, that's when the new covenant began. Okay? And we look in, if we look in the book of Ephesians, the first chapter in the 13th verse, it says, since you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Okay? This is the new, this is the new agreement. It's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, that's why you need the Holy Ghost to understand the kingdom principles. Because the new agreement was is with the Holy Ghost. Because now he's leading and guiding us into all truth. And we can't throw truth out the window because based on an old uh old agreement. Hey brother Parcel, I just want to interrupt real quick. Can you get some okay. scripture, brother? Because I think that's part of the problem of the division is that a lot of us like to freestyle at how they see it. And we need some scripture to back that on up, brother. That's the script. That's scripture. Hold on, let me find. Uh, hold on one second. Everything I just said to you is in the word. It's, I'm in the All book. All right, let's, let's, let's go to. Let's go time, to. At the time's sake, for time's sake, brother. Uh, we. I, well, maybe some people don't know the scripture, but that was the word. But. For time's sake, Percent, while you're getting there, let me just go ahead. Do do as Brother Ken Ken suggested. Get to work because there may be some people that don't know, but I do know that to be true. Why why are you getting that? I'm just want to say this really quickly, and then you just keep going like y'all going. While Percent is getting okay. that word, let me just say this. 
when he said in y'all go verse, ahead, y'all go ahead and I'll find it. Y'all go ahead and I'll find it. Yeah, that's what I was just saying, Priscilla. Uh, verse thirty-three of Jeremiah thirty-one. It says, "I will put my law in their inner parts." Mm-hmm. Now, Boy, that little man is that. Hold on, right, right. But you gotta understand if you if you believe in okay, inner parts to me would be your spirit, and I will write it in their hearts. Okay, with his finger. Okay, that's also in, that's also in Ezekiel. That's also in Ezekiel thirty-six. Right, mm-hmm. right. So what I'm saying, we read Saturday, y'all. Like to get this. Where it talks about this in the New Testament, and it even talks about Christ. Uh, I forget where it was. My, I'm, I'm doing a lot of things, so I'm trying to close out this show here pretty quickly. So if you can get that verse, and we would like to read that, because what you're saying is very important. And just so y'all know, everybody listening to this show tonight, Brother Casper, what he is talking about is serious. A lot of people is saying what he's saying. They don't believe we're under the New Covenant yet. They don't believe it. And I want you to you you know what I'm talking about, Brother Casper, in the New Testament, where it talks about the oh, yeah. same verbiage. Where is that at? Where it says I will put my law uh, in the Hebrews middle. eight and eight. Okay, Hebrews we're gonna go to eight Hebrews and eight. eight. No, no, not today. You can't start about the gospels. No, 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 Let's brother. Go. Not that. You got your scripture? I'll go there. No, Priscilla, I don't have my Priscilla, listen, 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 listen. Okay. All right. If we go to Priscilla, if you want to keep looking for it, that's fine. But if we go to Hebrews eight. For example, you want mm-hmm. to keep looking, buying your time. We, this is just the new covenant started after the death of Christ. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, uh, for, uh, for the only got jumping over. For, uh, just hold on, everybody. Um, Brother Kenwin. Yes. Since you come on with the uh, with, with the question, uh, now that you are confused, okay. that's no, very solid. Good. Very very solid. What you believe? Why don't you read uh, Matthew this uh, Brother 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 Purcell, we hear you. You got to hold on, hold on. We hear you talking to yourself. All right. Okay. Now, uh, if you read Brother Ken uh, Kenwin uh, Hebrews eight, please. Okay, Hebrews okay. 8. I think it's going to answer the question. Okay. Okay. For finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Hold on. Not that according to the... Wait, 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 wait. Is that Hebrews 8? Yes, yes, sir. New Testament. Yes, sir. What verse? What it's verse? echoing oh, the same oh, thing. What verse, please? Okay, this is uh, chapter 8, verse 8. Okay, that's what we're making a mistake in. I want you to go up and read when it talks about... uh, Should not teach no no man and things like that? Start, start. Yeah, about the high priest. Verse 1, just read it. You're doing good. Read verse 1. Verse verse 4. Okay, uh, this is uh, uh, Hebrews 8, verse 1. Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty of, in the heavens, 
a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched and not man. For every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices. Wherefore it is necessity, wherefore it is of necessity that this man have somewhat also to offer. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest, seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law, who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle for, see, says he, that thou make all things according to the pattern shewed to thee in the mount. But now has he obtained a more excellent ministry. We go, y'all. But how we much? Go. But how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which is better which was established, covenant. which was established <laughs> upon better promises. Now, now, now I'm his, sorry, I shouldn't have said. It. There we go, and all that. But I will say this: remember the words he just said. A better covenant, which was established upon better promises. So it's established. Established. Where established. is it? If it's established, where is it? Okay. For if that the first covenant had been faultless, then shall then should no place have been sought for the second. Amen. For finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant right. with okay. the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out the land of Egypt, because uh-huh. they continue not in my covenant. And I uh-huh. regarded them not, said the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days says the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their heart. And I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying know the Lord. That's not going to happen no more. For all shall know me from the least to the great. Alright. Do uh, you want me to keep going? No. If I may. Uh, go ahead. I, but, uh, nope. Now keep in mind, Brother Castleberry, uh, um, whether or not we are currently under the new covenant or the old covenant, I don't think personally that that impacts a person's salvation, number one. Mm, I'm going to okay. ask a question, and you can tell me you know, what your thoughts are. When, okay. When the heads of Israel were to go to the merit supper and they came and they sat down and saw uh, Yahweh, I'll say for lack of a better adjective were they under the covenant or not okay when they come to the sepulchre the covenant the covenant keep in mind oh, the covenant in Exodus 19. Okay. Oh, Exodus. Okay. In Exodus 19, the, God comes to Moses and he says, Look, tell Israel that 
if she keeps my law, she will be the apple of my eye. I will make her a nation of kings and priests, yada, yada, so on and so forth. Put the, it's, a mat, it's, it's, a, it's a mat game. He puts the mm-hmm. mat down. So Moses goes to Israel and says, look, this is what the Lord says. And what do they say? Right. Yes, we will do it. Mm-hmm. And he says, make ready for three days, make ready, because I'm going to come down on this mountain. Right At on. the point in time that they were making ready, I, in interest of time, I won't ask you the question, but I'll, I'll create a rhetorical question not meant to be answered. Were they under the covenant? And the answer is no, they were not. Why? Not just yet. Because yeah. the covenant can only be established with blood. With the blood. And the right. blood had not been shed. However, right. on that day, in Exodus 20, he gives them the Ten Commandments, and he says to them, you know, these, these are the judgment, or these are the, uh, the, the commandments. And they was like, look, Moses, you talk to him, let us back up, lest we die. And they're like, okay, I'll do it. So he gives them the, the commandments, and what do they say? We will do it. But that's yeah. the exact same we get thing. Into that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you solemnly we, swear to keep to hold to keep her and to hold her to in sickness and in health? Da 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 da. It's it's as 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 brother Porsche stated. It's an agreement. Right. And that is a marriage. It, it's a, exactly, and that agreement is ratified with blood. That's the reason why Moses shook the blood on the people on the book. It ratified the covenant. That was the father right there. Well, while I beg to differ, it's it's, it's not a big point. (laughs) But I will say this, that, that at that point, the covenant was in place, but the marriage supper did not take place until chapter 24. It went through the judgments. And then in chapter 24 is the marriage supper. The only reason why I bring that up is because when Christ comes back, what other blood is there to be shed? He already shed There is none. Yeah, the only blood being shed now. Right. Yeah, but see, that's the tomato tomato. Well, here's the thing. the the blood was shed on the cross. Are, are we in agreement there? Yes, yes, yes. That's initiation. But is he okay. here right now with us right now? No, he he's not. But my point right, is right. is that at the, at the point in time that that blood is shed, you have now ratified your covenant. As a matter of fact, I'll go you one further. Man and woman, they get together. They give each other the O's. I promise to love you and, and do all these things and this, this, that. She gives her, her statements. Is the marriage consummated yet? Uh, yeah, at that point, you, you're comparing it to today, how we get married now. Uh, right? Am, am no, I wrong? that's right the way it's always been. It's always been that way. Okay. The, the, the fact is that these things did not have to be said. They were already intrinsic in the society that they grew up in and, and were a right. part of. The only point that I'm trying to make is that when you go into your wife, 
what exactly you consummated. is coming out of you yeah. is blood. It, yeah, yeah, you're consummating the marriage, right. Exactly. So in the exact same way, I guess all I'm really trying to say is that on, on that Mount Sinai. Happened. What, Mount Sinai? No, the consummation. I thought we were on the same the thing. The consummation <laughs> was the, the blood of Christ. The, the consummation oh, no, was not... the blood of Christ. Okay, I, I disagree, brother. I disagree. Okay, so what what blood what blood is going to consummate the new covenant? Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay, uh, okay. I want us to apply logic to this for a little bit. Okay, I'm, with you. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't, with you. I'm not saying to insult you. But you got to understand, Christ did that, and what immediately happened after Christ gave up the blood? He said it was it was finished. A little bit later, Paul <laughs> got his head chopped off. A little bit later, J- James got uh, nailed up. All the apostles died, right? And a little bit after that, okay. the whole Jerusalem was burnt down, temple burnt down. They scattered all over the Agreed. world and still haven't came together Agreed. yet. So, I mean, are you saying in? that we was – in the blood, and, and we were saved during that time also? One is that, I mean, is that what keep you're in mind, keep, in, keep in mind, yes, keep in mind that they came out of Egypt, and within a month, they're on Mount Sinai, and the blood is shed. The covenant is created. Chapter 24 is the marriage supper. They spent 40 years wandering in the desert. So, it's the exact same thing that you just said. All the perils that took place after the covenant, after the covenant right. was consummated, all those perils all the So all I'm saying okay. is, well, well look saying at how we came out of Egypt. Also, <laughs> you but know, because we, we came, came out of nation. We we came talking, out of okay. Egypt. Yes, yes, but I want to I want to kind of get to John and let him understand what I'm saying because we're just reading about the that day in the future when Christ comes back. It's reading mm-hmm. that He's going to do something to our mind and heart in that day. All right, you say this is already here now, but yes. but this is future. He's not. He hasn't came yet. It's, you see the, what I'm saying? What I'm so saying, you're what, saying what that either this happened that, before and something special no. is going to happen later? No, what I'm saying so is that when, okay. you, when you, Brother Castleberry, when you know to do the right thing and it is not written in the law of, of, of the Ten Commandments or in the law of Moses, but you know it's the right thing to do and you do it, that means you have a law written in your heart to do the right thing. If everybody did the right thing, you would Amen. never have laws. I agree with that one. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I, never I, I mean, laws. I agree. But We're on the same page in a way. But the logic <laughs> I, that I, I, I'm I, seeing is the inner man part. The inner man where you saying that uh, in, the, in the new covenant, there's not going to be any sin. And and your your way you explain it is we're in it now and we're really but our inner man is perfect but the outside of us eating ham sandwiches and the, doing the, the crazy out the, the, the spirit soul. came from God the spirit came from God and that's a seed that cannot be corrupted that's what Seth is trying to say right. I should say trying to I understand it but but what we're All gonna right. do brother Castleberry I appreciate this dialogue and we're gonna have to just pick this up another time because it's, gotcha, it's important gotcha. because 
there's people who need to hear this back and forth between people that respect one another and just be right like, on, hey, right on. Let's just continue to have that discussion. But uh, <laughs> yes, sir. yes, sir. all praises. Um, I think all this will praises. be a good time, uh, a good time for us to uh, say Great our last God. words and to um, and to to um, part ways. I want to say to everyone who's listening tonight, this is important from a standpoint of it, it's not just the principles that we're talking about. You have black men. And again, this show is not about blackness, but again, once again, we're the ones who are dispersed, and we have differences, deep-rooted differences, but we're able to have a discussion with the utmost respect one for another, seeking not to be right, but just seeking what is right, seeking the truth right. of the matter. And I'm fully persuaded that the Most High God, the creator of heaven and earth and everything that in them is, and his son, Yehoshua, will lead us into all truth if we continue to do it this way. Let's go with Absolutely. Brother Seth. No, 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 no. Brother Seth, you go last. Go with Brother Perse, uh, Porsche, Brother Castleberry, and then Brother Seth, you can close us down. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to be very brief uh, because uh, I brought up the whole New Covenant thing. So I'm going to be very brief, and I'm going to go to the scripture and close out with a scripture, okay? Um, okay. And this is very familiar scripture. We, you even referenced it, Brother Castleberry, about the Lord's Supper, okay? So I'm going to go to the book of, book of Matthew, the 26th chapter, okay? And the 20, I'm going to start with the 26th verse, and I'm going to end at the 28th verse, Okay? Verse number 26 says, oh, and I'm, and I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation again, okay? Okay. Verse number 26 reads, as they ate, Jesus took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples. Then said to them, this is my body, eat it. Then taking the cup of wine, he gave thanks to the Father. He entered into the covenant with them by blood. Each of you must drink it in fulfillment of the covenant. For this is the blood that seals the new covenant. It will be poured out for many for the complete forgiveness of sin. I want to draw attention to verse number 28. For this is the blood. Wow, wow. That seals the new covenant. Poured out for many for the complete forgiveness of sin. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, the hearing, that we might become doers of his word. And I'm out. Very good, Brother All Castleberry. Right. All praises. All right. I want to give respect to all of you by uh, letting me have having me on the show. Uh, brother Parcel, Salon, uh, uh, Salon to you, brother. I look forward in talking with you more about the, uh, these topics or whatever in the future. Uh, thank you Bless all you, you guys, brother. man, and the uh, audience. I hope y'all got uh, some education from listening to this show. 
And uh, shalom, shalom. I'm out of here. Thank y'all. Shalom, Brother Casper. Yes, shalom, shalom, brother. Well, I'm going to go ahead. John, you go ahead and have final words, and then I'll close out. I've already said mine. Thank you. Okay. Well, Brother Casper, I appreciate you, and uh, maybe we'll do part two next week because y'all that person, that was something, that last verse. Good night. You should have brought that one out first, but be probably weren't thinking. And that's my and so now we're gonna go to our homework. I think next week we're gonna probably do part two unless y'all say different. Listen, as I say every show, I love every single one of y'all, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Y'all listen. It is very important, like John was saying, don't sleep on this topic. It's serious. Folks saying they saved, they're saying they believers, but they really don't believe that things were talked about, that, that, you know, again, Brother brother Kenwood is not the only one saying this. It's a lot of people saying, I'm not saying he's wrong. He could be on to something. We're going to find out. Uh, He could be on to something. We're going to find out. He could be on to something. We're going to find out. So I thank you for coming on uh, very very, very interesting conversation. And I still say this, y'all have got to do something. Y'all meaning those of you, anybody anybody talking about this topic, you cannot ignore 1 John 3 that talks about a part of us don't sin. You just can't say, yeah, you're right, yeah, 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 but you can't do any old thing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're supposed to live holy, and I'm making this in less than 30 seconds because they went short, I'm going to be short. You can't, we live holy because we are holy. We're supposed to mortify our flesh or keep our flesh in check because we are holy. Not to be holy, but because we are holy. We're Christ. Literally. Literally. No. You mean, yeah, you mean kind of like, no, no, literally. We're his body. We're not separated from Christ. We're one with him. There can't be no sin in Christ. So part of us, we do sit in heavenly places. Christ did nothing for our flesh in terms of salvation. Our flesh still, is, it has to do with us being on this earth and the earth being the state is in. It's not saved. Some of us is having trouble with our new benefits in Christ because we're looking at our flesh. And that's where we mess up. And I sound crazy with what I'm saying. But you got to answer this question. What do they mean then? What do the scriptures mean by we're dead? Either we're alive, we're dead. You, the way you're preaching, some of y'all, and I've heard you on Facebook, you know, we're still alive. No, we're dead. We're either alive or we're dead. Are we dead or we're alive? So we, no, we're alive, brother. And when you do something, okay, if that's true, then why are you getting baptized? Baptized means part of you die. The part that comes up out of the water is new. The part of you that comes out of the water, the, the baptism is, is a symbolic thing. In the spirit, that's really what happened. That's why you're supposed to get baptized, to show this new man. That's the problem. We've not been taught about the new man. So I think next week we will do a part two, talking about this new man. It's crazy. When John was talking about it, alien, it sounded like he was making up stuff. But it's true. We are new creatures in Christ. I don't think we believe it. So that's why it's so hard to understand. Paul already said there's a part of us that knows all things. If a part of us know all things, that's when the Bible says I'm going to put my law in them. 
if a part of us know all things, a part of us know all things. I can't change it. He said, you have an unction from the Holy One and need not that any man should teach you. Well, if I need not that any man should teach me, that sounds like he put his law in us. It is. John was talking about conscience. All the scriptures he read, all, all the things Brother Castleberry brought out in Jeremiah 31, 31, I think was fulfilled when he put his spirit in us. It knows all things. I don't think no part in time he's just going to force his spirit in us, force his knowledge in us, and we just do right. And keep in mind, nobody have never that knew all. If the priest that knew all things didn't do right, how this nation of Israelites is going to be, he's going to put his word in them and put his law in them, put in his, how are they going to all of a sudden do right? It don't make sense. If Moses is just, if, if, if a lot of people didn't already do right that knew him, knew the Father, had all that, highest Israelites has always been rebellious all their whole life. Some going to be forced in them, and they're just going to do it. So I don't think that's what the, Jeremiah 31, 31. I'm the moderate. I'm the uh, founder. I get last words, but it don't mean I'm right. But you got to do something with 1 John 3 and other scriptures that talk about how Christ, we're in Christ, and there is no sin. You got to do something with that, folks. Anyway, going out with the song, and I've been leaning a lot on Kanye tonight because I think the brother really is born again, and uh, I want y'all to hear this song. Kanye got something for you. You don't think he's just whistling Dixie. He got something for you, all right? I love every single one of you, like I said, and again, there's nothing you can do about it. Every knee shall bow. 